It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. ABC News, 
and we'll have him on this Sunday to discuss all that and then some. Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll do the big hard sell later on tonight, but this is it. This is the greatest show, and going head-to-head with the TNA Bound for Glory show, now, Brian, we went over we went over the show, we went over the card last week for Bound for Glory. Do you remember any of the matches I told you? Um, Samoa Joe versus Loki versus Kazahashi. Close, Kaz Hayashi is the guy's name. Okay, but and then, and then it's James Storm in the Great Sonata versus Great Muda and Tajiri. Tajiri, who by the way just turned heel in Wrestle One last week, but yes, yes. And then I think and I believe it's Samoa Joe versus. You just did Samoa um, Joe. Homicide. Uh-uh. No, no. Anyway, my point is, uh, I I'm actually DVRing Impact tonight for two reasons. Yeah. One, oh, one because I hear the Full Metal Mayhem match between the Dudleys, the Hardys, and the Wolves is really fucking awesome, and I want to watch that. And the second is, <clears throat> I want to see if they do a full rundown of the show. I it's. It's their go-home show for their WrestleMania, and they've never once on TV announced all the matches. So I want to see if they do mm. it tonight. I can tell you they did. I, I believe they did. Well, I, I can't I tell you because... I believe they did, but don't hold it When I was flipping through the channels, I did see that they were talking about Havoc versus Velvet Sky for the title yep. that Havoc no longer holds. So I know they at least talk about that match. So we'll see if they ever talk about the rest of so, Guy, are you ordering Bound for Glory Sunday? No, unfortunately not. I'm not. Uh, no, don't really you follow it. to Podzilla. That's oh, right. That, I'm doing that anyway, so. It's $50 in high def. <laughs> That's laughable. Uh, it's laughable, but it's the truth. I actually went on Comcast just to see how much it would cost. And it's 50 bucks. I'm like, yeah, if I watch this, I'm going to be torrenting that shit. So... <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, wow. speaking of international shows, we've got SummerSlam 92 and the legit uh, biggest attendance in WWE history of just over 79,000 people, um, wow. beating the legit attendance of WrestleMania 3, which is 78,000 and change. Um this show also is, I think, the only WWF pay-per-view, and I could be wrong, and I'm sure Brian will yell at me for being stumped later, but I believe this is the only one to ever air on a tape delay. It was taped on Saturday night, the 29th, and was shown the following Monday. Oh, well, there goes my question. Fuck my life. <laughs> yep. God damn you, Emerson. I'm joking, but yeah. <laughs> You never know. Well, this was a two-match show, and (laughs) well, uh, this was a two-match show, and thankfully for the show, those two matches delivered. Um, What were your overall thoughts before we get into it, guys? Go ahead, Brian. Uh, I thought it was an okay uh, pay-per-view. The critics definitely say that the Warrior Savage and then the Bulldog and Bret Hart match carried this pay-per-view, which is completely true, but wasn't that bad of an undercard minus maybe well, Virgil versus Nails. <laughs> and Guy? Uh, I thought there were three solid matches, which ironically were all either heel versus heel or face versus face. And 
the two matches we already talked about and the Martel versus Michaels match I thought was too short but really good. I just wish it was a little longer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one big thing is Ric Flair was not on this show. But when you think about it, say you took those two main matches and you weren't going to change them, it was definitely going to be Brett versus Bulldog and it was definitely going to be Warrior versus Savage. What would Ric Flair have done anyway? Who was he going to wrestle? Tatanka? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Crush? I, maybe you could say Undertaker, but that... I can't imagine them ever doing that match at that time. Yeah. 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 I don't um, know. That's well, a tough question. We might as well start yeah, at the beginning for uh, Road Warrior Hawks, the last match up in, at least in the WWF, for uh, five years, uh, LOD versus Money Inc., which is now which was a non-title match, it was originally billed as a title match, but Money Inc. lost the tag belts in the build-up to the show to the Natural Disasters. Um, and Hawk, uh, I guess, was drugged out of his mind, at least during the, on the Road Warriors DVD. Animal mentioned that uh, Hawk was not in the best of shape mentally for this match. Mm. I, honestly, I thought it was the third best match of the show. Not that wow. it's saying a whole lot, but I didn't really like the Michaels Martel match. But I thought this match was a solid tag match to open it up. I could, I could agree with that statement. It was a pretty solid match. Um, I did see that you know the power of the LOD versus the technical skills of Money Inc. So, so it's a good combination. I feel. Yeah, I I like both of these tag teams a lot, but I. I just wasn't feeling it that much during this match. I both felt I felt like both of them were, were a little bit off, but maybe it was just me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, the talk was a little off, mm, you know. Yeah, <laughs> true. The, the, uh, the one thing I, I didn't mention and I really noticed it during this match, just how awesome it looked in this outdoor stadium, beautiful weather, and just all those people in that one building just looked phenomenal. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, anyway, like we said, LOD won this match. They next teamed up on WF four and a half years later to wrestle the headbangers of all people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Brian, <laughs> and Brian's crossing off questions that he's going to ask me here. <laughs> Actually, no, I was not. <laughs> um, and then... After that, we started getting into, I don't want to say all jobber matches, but quite a few jobber matches, beating with Nails and Virgil. Ugh. <laughs> That's hands down worst night, or I'm sorry, worst match of the night, correct? Um, yeah, yeah, I think either that either that, or the battle of demolition later on with Crush and Rico. Uh, yeah. Or That's really, true. Undertaker versus Kamala wasn't that good, but... You know, it set up everything for the fall. Uh, right. Nails Virgil, Nails was being built up for Boss Man, who was quote unquote out with an injury, and uh, yeah, so he, he went over strong and you now being built up to lose to Boss Man at Survivor Series. And actually, this was the uh, show that when Nails got his uh, SummerSlam paycheck was when he uh, grabbed Vince McMahon by the throat. That eventually led to him, of course, being fired. I'm glad I didn't use that question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
That's like Brian's new go-to joke instead of, uh, you know, I lost a bet at work, uh, whatever that was. If, if, if you had Virgil in the office pool, <laughs> you lost. Yes. Uh, now now it's, these are questions Brian was going to ask Emerson, but by the way, you want to know what nails payoff for this show? 80,000 people and hundreds of thousands of pay-per-view uh, viewers. He received $2,000 for this wow. show. And so he grabbed him by the throat. Well, JT, uh, uh, actually speaking of $2,000, at WrestleMania 29, um, JTG, who was never even on the show, not in a pre-show or anything, uh, he got $2,000 just for doing all the the shenanigans around the city, and he bitched and moaned about it until they issued him another check. And so maybe if Nails wouldn't have grabbed Vince by the throat... No, he might Maybe. He took it the JTG way. He was made, may have got some extra cash. Yeah. And uh, so then we go to Guy's third favorite match, Shawn Michaels versus Rick Martel, with the gimmick that Sensational Sherry had a crush on both men and neither of them were allowed to punch each other in the face. Yes. It was personally yeah, a classic like situation. Yeah. I I just thought the match was boring. Maybe that's just me. Um, How do you feel about those two wrestlers, though? I mean, potentially, I mean, they could have had the best match of the night, right? I mean, would you agree with that? I, um, I don't think they could have had the best match because I, I don't think anyone was going to top Brett and Bulldog. I okay. think if left to their own devices, they could have been better than the Savage Warrior match. Okay, but I'm with you there. Yeah, on this night, I, Warriors. I personally, yeah, I personally think they would have had a hell of a feud if they actually, if they, like, you know, throughout the gimmick, throughout the stupid mat, rule of the match, you know, they come to each other in a face and have a legit match and make it go a while. I think they would have a good, a good feud go building. Um, part of it, part of it also was both were heels, and you know, most the fans really couldn't care about a match between two heels. And True. Or Martel face. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match went to a double countout as they fought backstage. Uh, they did start punching each other in the face, and Sherry fainted. And both Ooh. of them, they both ignored Sherry for the most part until <laughs> finally they started carting her off. They dropped each other and they fought up the aisle and eventually double countout. Pat Patterson was one of the people who broke it up and. I always was a fan of when Pat Patterson was sent out to break up, like, girls fighting and whatnot. Or when <laughs> Rand- Randy Savage would have him watch Elizabeth. I guess of all the yeah. people on the roster, you know, you could count on him to not make a move. This is true. This is true. Yeah. And let's not forget how many times we saw ass-on-ass action. Speaking of Pat Patterson, um, <laughs> with that constant mooning going on, which was... Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Not from a you know sexual point of view. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, you, you got me. For the wedding, you're finally coming out. <laughs> that was a good time, right? The nicest thing I can say about the tag team title match, which was next, was the line by Bobby Heenan when Typhoon was going to make the hot tag, and Vince screams, "All Typhoon has to do now is sit up and tag Earthquake," <laughs> and Bobby deadpans. You're asking a lot for Typhoon to do a sit-up. 
That yeah. was a classic line. <laughs> I don't think he did the sit-up. I think he rolled over and and tagged him. And, yeah. But, yeah, it was the Natural Disasters oh. who were the tag team champions against the Beverly Brothers. Even as a naive eight-year-old kid who believed that anybody on any given day could beat anybody else, I did not think the Beverly's had a chance in hell of winning this match. And I was right. And a boy. Yes. Um, and so Earthquake and Typhoon retained the titles when uh, Earthquake gave Bo Beverly the Earthquake. <laughs> Any thoughts uh, on the match? Go ahead, Brian. I'll go. I'll go second really. on all these responses. <laughs> Not really. I mean, it was just. It was just. The, I mean, surprised that Beverly Brothers gotten more offense than what people probably expected them to, but the match kind of went long, so it wasn't that bad, though. Yeah. Now you see why I talk for eighty percent of the shows, guys. <laughs> Well, you have all the background information that, you know, I don't have. So I enjoy I, I don't listening even, to you to gain knowledge from you. I don't even need to research all this background stuff. I just know it. Exactly. <laughs> Brian, Brian spends weeks trying to find questions to stump me, and I sit here and in 30 seconds hey, I'm like, oh, yeah, the, hey, an- hey, the answer hey, is Bill. There is a one in that loss column. Yeah. A one. And you'll, and uh, you'll be riding on that one for the next six years. Um, yes, well, just like just like Paul Heyman is riding that one in twenty-one and one. Well, that 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 arguably was more impressive. There's still I, one I he hasn't to told you that I know of, but I'm still waiting for one of these big questions what? Brian has. Uh, so you're telling me Brian has a list? Oh, he has at least one. I don't. He might have a list. I don't know. <laughs> I do have a couple um, rolled up my sleeves here, Emerson, but I'm not going to pull uh, any out on you tonight. Oh, okay, so you're not going to give me the good questions. You're going to give me something crappy, like who who was Intercontinental Champion more times, the guy who held it 77 days, the guy who held it 78 days. <laughs> that, that'll be the question I, you normally ask me. Um, so up next, speaking of championships, a battle between former co-holders of the tag team titles well, partially, Crush versus Repo Man, who was Demolition Smash. Uh, Crush was brought in at the end of Demolition when Axe had his uh, health problems, and so he, by default, I guess, was one-third of the tag team champions at one point. Um, this, yes. yes, he was. Yes, this uh, was another squash match. It was a contender for worst match of the night. Um, and Crush was being built up. Really, at this point, it ended up doing nothing, but he was just being built up as the newest, biggest babyface. And he, I mean, honestly, he really didn't do anything. He feuded with Doink, and after that, he turned heel. How long was he Kona Crush? He joined the nation. Well, that, was, that wasn't for years later, but he was Kona okay. Crush. I mean, I I guess he re-debuted like two or three months before this, and then he turned heel in August of 93, so a year, a year and a couple months. Right. Um, And then after that, he was heel, jailbird crush, and nation crush, and racist biker crush, and 
drug addict Brian Adams. And... <laughs> I, I think we get the point, Emerson. <laughs> get sadder and sadder. Yes. Um, then we got the uh. title match, Randy Savage versus Ultimate Warrior for the WWF title. It was one fucking long match, and it was probably yes, the... Yes, it was. Yep. Yep, depending on your opinion, probably either the second or third best match of Warrior's career, uh, with mm-hmm. the first Savage match at WrestleMania, and then mm-hmm. WrestleMania with Hogan. Um, and the storyline of this match was Mr. Perfect, who was Ric Flair's manager, had vowed to be in the corner of one of these two men, and... You know, that was the whole story of the whole match. And for the first 15 minutes of the match, Mr. Perfect was nowhere to be seen. Uh, he didn't come down with either man. And uh, Warrior and Savage, I can't say they, obviously it wasn't really a bad match at the start, but you knew that nothing was going to happen until Perfect came out. And And pretty much right when Perfect came out was when, you know, the match picked up and it built to a pretty damn good little match. I thought it was a fairly good match. I agree with that statement 100%. Um, where was his weird singlet? Totally threw me off. But Agreed. That's what happens, I guess. I understand <laughs> the giant Gonzalez having, you know, mus- painted on muscles and patch- you know, patches of things like that. But I don't understand Warriors, you know, the whole painted on muscle thing. I don't... It seems a little I, redundant. I, I think Warrior was not happy with how he looked. Um, hmm. So that's why he was wearing the singlet. Yeah. And He looked a lot bigger here than he did in WrestleMania 8 to me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, but... he, it, and you know, you can watch back at WrestleMania 8, and this is, you know, where all the, there were multiple Ultimate Warrior things ever came from. He hmm. looked really different. If you look a year earlier when he was in the WWF the first time, he the guy who's now wrestling Randy Savage was like a completely different person. True. And I, I think he looked even different when those uh, Papa Shango, or uh, I forget what they, sh- they were showing the the storyline yeah. before the match was in Papa Shango, but, uh, with, you know, feuding with Savage, he looked different in those promos even, with, what was that, weeks beforehand? Mm-hmm. Like his face, yeah. I, I think, I swear that was a different person, but uh, who knows. Yeah. Um, so, the end of the match, uh, you know, Savage went to the top to hit the elbow on Warrior, but instead he dove onto Ric Flair, who was at ringside, and Flair hit Savage in the knee with his chair, um, and eventually Savage was counted out. Um, afterwards, you know, the heels beat down Savage, beat down Savage, Warrior made the save, and the baby faces went off together into the sunset. Oh. I thought you were going to say, Hulk Hogan made his debut and he not interfered, but yeah, no. <laughs> yes, Hogan made his <laughs> return. But this was the first WF pay-per-view ever without Hogan. So Thank God. Big, well, the, the, <laughs> everyone was wondering how this show would actually do, and, you know, did pretty damn well. Um, yep. He didn't this, do that bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This uh, show aired on Monday, August 31st. The next day, Tuesday, September 1st, was when they taped Flair winning the belt back in Hershey, PA. Damn. Missed that one, Brian. <laughs> yes, well, Brian and Sorry. I lived in Florida at the time, so 
Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I missed it that yeah. way. Sadly, oh, we were not allowed. Guy. We did not take a giant road trip to see the Superstars tapings the next day. Oh. In <laughs> wait like 20, 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, by the way, I need to mention, well, I guess I don't need to, but I want to. Uh, they uh, taped actually three more matches in addition to the ones that we did and ended up being edited off for time constraints. And it was uh, Tatanka versus Berserker. Tatanka won. Papa Shango versus, I think, El Matador. And Papa Shango won. And the Bushwhackers and Jim Duggan versus the Nasty Boys and the Mountie won by the Baby Faces. And actually, somehow, on my copy of this show, those three matches are in there. So, What was your copy from, Emerson? I'm curious. I, I illegally downloaded it and burned it. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah. I actually did too, since I don't have the network or anything, and those matches weren't on my copy. But uh, okay. there you go. Yeah, I, I, trust me, you you missed nothing, and <laughs> including those. I figured. Yeah, uh, you include those three matches. You probably were like, man, this show sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, we come to what can also be argued as the worst match of the night: Undertaker versus Kamala. It went less than four minutes, and it was—I don't say it's a semi-main because it was just in—it was in the Divas match position, where <laughs> it was in between the two main events, and um, it was just not very good. Uh, Undertaker won by DQ. Uh, Kamala gave him three big splashes after the match, including one from the top rope, and of course Undertaker sat up, so Kamala tripped over his own two feet, running away. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't really and, like this match, but it was still a lot better than a Divas Battle Royal, I thought. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so you didn't want to see, like, Elizabeth and Sensational Sherry and... Honestly, Back then, I think, I, maybe, yeah. I, I can't imagine any other... Who? What other women were in the WWF at the time? I don't think any of them. Uh, I, was, I don't think so. I don't think... I think you're right. I don't, Vanna like, White? Was, uh, Luna, <laughs> Luna didn't pop Luna? up until Mania. Yeah, and Liz wasn't even there for, because uh, she really wasn't there uh, for about two or three years at that point, um, as a full-time person anyway. Luna wasn't there yet? No, Luna didn't show up till WrestleMania 9. Um, yeah. And so then we come to the main event, and we, um, we can't actually talk about the main event unless... Uh, I mentioned uh, this one audio clip that we have here. Oh, I know what you're uh, going to play. Oh, everyone knows really? what I'm going to play. Br- yeah. Brian knows what I'm going to play. And here we go. Yes. So, what, what do you think would have happened if the Bulldog didn't win? Riot. <laughs> so basically, he was saying the bulldog was wrestling not of his own volition. He was under mind control or something. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming similar to if John Cena defeated RVD at Extreme Rules. <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that, that crowd would have rioted. Let's start a riot, a riot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but hey. We, uh, why only play one bulldog clip? I've got another bulldog clip here. 
Cut. From a different show. He's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the British Bulldog. I've got a history in Royal Rumbles. And tonight, I'm going to remake history by winning this night's Royal Rumble. Tonight, because I'm bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> that man is hey, bizarre. Hey, Emerson, Emerson, I have a quick question. Uh, off topic. I hope I have a how quick answer. Can, how many people can you have online, like on, on the telephone at a time? I uh, imagine, a, like, I think 50. Okay, I Why? was wondering, because our, our, our dear buddy Frank is trying to call in, and he's not being successful at it. No, he's not, is he? No, um, I don't know. Are you, are you purposely hanging up on him, or? Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> three the crowd, Brian. Yes. We have enough as three. Um, oh, come on. He wants to talk about SummerSlam. I'm sure he does. <laughs> well, before we get into more of that... Moses, where's my car, man? Right, space 22, man. 22. 22! Oh, man! 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 Oh, Why me? Why me? Oh, I thought that was, I thought that was Scott Steiner. I'm like, really? Another Scott Steiner thing? It sounded like the no. Ninja's clip. Well, I could always play the Ninja's clip. So that's the first one on the list, abducted by ninjas. <laughs> but he was abducted by ninjas! Ninjas! C- can you combine the Call two? Call the cops! <laughs> Not there live. There are ninjas kidnapping people on TV! <laughs> the cops! Ninjas! Did no one get a license plate? Do ninjas... Ninjas! Kidnapping! TV! <laughs> that that one I guess I can't delete along with uh, the Paul Orndorff theme, right? Oh, uh, Brian wishes uh-oh. I'd delete that one. Oh, I'm, God, not yeah. play, I'm not going to play it yet. Um, I got side with Brian. I, I actually hate that song. <laughs> wow. Thank you, guy. Thank you, God. It's one time I fully agree with Brian, so don't worry, Emerson. <laughs> Okay. Well, British Bulldog, Bret Hart, Intercontinental title, uh, and Diana Smith at ringside. Little-known boxer Lennox Lewis is uh, uh, brought down the flag. Who did he ever knock out? He's British. Why not? Yeah. Mike Tyson, but that was ten years later. Um and uh, this match, you know, just phenomenal. Easily the best match of British Bulldogs. Probably mm-hmm. top five of Brett's career. You know, at least... Arguably if, maybe arguably not. the best match of the early 90s, if not all of the 90s. Wow. And there and there aren't too many SummerSlam matches that are better. I can't, like, I can't <laughs> think of too many off the top of my head. But, you know... What about the Intercontinental matches? Team WWE... What was that guy? I just said, uh, what about intercontinental matches? Where would you rank it as far as championship matches? Um, pretty high. Um, yeah. Like, 
especially of straight wrestling matches, if you take away like ladder matches and yeah, uh, the Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels wrestling ten is up yeah, there for title matches. Um, Shawn and Jeff Jarrett had that really awesome IC title match at one of the in your houses. Um, yeah, that was two or three. Uh, the second one, and of course, how yeah. can I forget Savage and Steamboat? You know, it was right. just yeah. a phenomenal match. Um, you know, it probably is, you know, top five or ten of IC title matches. Okay. And the funny thing is, like, if I really sat here and thought about it, there's probably a dozen modern-day matches of the last ten years that were as good. But the fact that, you know, we just get so much good wrestling at this point anymore, it's that all blends together. Plus, like, this was a big show. We got... One big show after five or six months of no big shows, and so and yes. this was the main event. So this stood out as something big and phenomenal, and mm-hmm. you know, groundbreaking. While you know, random IC title match, third match on the card isn't. Uh, no one remembers <laughs> after two days. Like That's any true. of the, like, any of the Jericho Ray matches from '09, like their mask match, that was a phenomenal match. But I sat here and had to ramble on for five minutes before I could think of anything. <laughs> I didn't huh? So, yeah, the, the uh, match, um, they did not win with their finisher. It seems to be one of those things with Bret Hart that even in big matches, he either never wins or never loses with his actual finisher. It's a lot of roll-ups, yeah. uh, victory rolls, etc. And... Um, you know, Bulldog won by uh, reversing a sunset flip and mm-hmm. was champion. For a brief time, but was champion. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what, and you think about it, like, he didn't really do anything as champion because he was he lost the belt before the next pay-per-view and actually was fired before the next pay-per-view, um, him and Warrior. But, uh, you know, just... Easily the highlight of his career, mm-hmm. and yeah, and this was really before he got so muscular that it was watching him wrestle was kind of funny, but so he was still <laughs> good. And, but yeah, right. any other thoughts? Uh, I thought it was a good balance between uh, Bulldog's power and Bret Hart's uh, technical. Abilities in the ring. I, I always like those battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as wrestling matches, I thought it was, there was no contenders as far as just wrestling goes. Uh, there's just nothing that came close in my eyes. Yeah. And, I mean, 1992, uh, for the most part, WWF had a lot of good, I don't want to say good pay-per-views, but good matches on pay-per-view. Like WrestleMania, they had Bret and Piper, and they had Savage mm-hmm. and Flair. The Royal Rumble had that really great Royal Rumble match. Survivor Series had that really good Bret and Sean match. And, like, this, you can argue, was the best match out of all of them. In fact, you know, most people would say it's not even a hard argument. Right. Uh, So that was the show. Uh, Easy thumbs up, guys? Easily. This was like my wrestling prime. Like this was '92 was like the year I was all about just everything WWF. So big, big 
everything up. Whoa. Everything. Whoa. Uh, this was also at the time when we had just random world champions. Ron Simmons had just won the WCW title, and we were five, six weeks away from Brett winning the WWF title. And people tell me off for saying this, but Bret Hart winning the WWF title at that time, it was as if you took, say, Dolph Ziggler and tomorrow made him WWE champion. It was out of the blue. No one thought of Bret really at that level, but, you know, he brought himself up to that level as champion. But it wasn't nearly as weird as, like, The Miz winning the championship. <laughs> oh, God. No, and, and I'll tell you what, Bret Hart winning the WrestleMania main event doesn't have me blinking an eye, but Miz winning the title, or Miz not only winning the title, but winning the main event of WrestleMania yeah. over pinning John Cena just has me still like, did I really watch that? Like, <laughs> Were we really there when that happened? <laughs> yes. That's, Which also like, means uh, the Miz can beat Brock Lesnar. It, there you go, exactly. Uh, the transitive property sure. there. Um, yeah. And... Uh, who else was it? Um, like that, but like, I'm more shocked that I watched The Miz win the main event of WrestleMania than I was to watch Sheamus pin Daniel Bryan in 18 seconds. <laughs> like, e- even that, like looking back, is more something that I don't have a problem believing happened than The Miz winning the main event. And that was like back-to-back matches, mm-hmm. like uh, the last match of WrestleMania 27 and the first match of WrestleMania 28. Yeah. <laughs> that was No, I'll be honest, that was, up until this year, that was one of my, that was my favorite trip ever, wrestling-related at least. Or was what that Miami was that trip? Oh, Miami. Miami. Right, right. Oh, I didn't go boy, there. I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> it, it's Brian. funny because, it, exactly. Um, <laughs> It's funny because the hotel I stayed at, I loved it. Like, I'll never say a bad word about the hotel I stayed at. So a few days ago, I went and looked at reviews of the hotel, and, like, all the reviews are negative. Like, the place is a crap hole. The uh, the, build, uh, the paint is chipped, and the place is too expensive, and blah, 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 blah. Including, I scrolled back, including the time when I was there. So I'm like, I was either blissfully naive, or they put me in the one good part of the hotel. Jeez. <laughs> These weren't Yelp reviews, were they? Yes, they were actually Yelp reviews. Oh, that I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, maybe they didn't uh, pay to get have good reviews on there. I don't know. That's fine. Um, so anyway, we've got Name That Tune. So um, yes. I guess I'll leave it up to you. Um, let's see here. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay, we've got 12 of them. Originally, I was just going to like go play each of them, and whichever one of you guesses it first wins that one, whoever has the most points wins. We either do that, or, uh, you know, each of you gets six, and whoever has more wins. I like shouting uh, it out. Yeah, I'll shout like it out, yeah. Shouting it out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you two... Now, I, I tried to do it the easiest to the hardest, because I did listen to these. So, you know, who knows? Maybe the first one will take you forever to get, and the last one you'll be like, oh, that's uh, Bo Dallas. <laughs> Are these uh, mostly so, WWF, WWE? Or uh, they're 
Oh, they're all WWE. Um, uh, great. Most of them are current day. Um, I think only like four of them are not current themes. Gotcha. So. Okay. Yeah. No problem. All right. Well, hopefully not. And this first one, um, we'll get pulled up here. Um, I, I already pulled out all 12 of them before I watched Raw on Monday. So, you know, people I thought would be never on Raw again were on Raw. So we'll start with the first one here, and good luck to you both. Thank you. Uh, Emma? Emma. Yep, I got it. Got guy was right. What? I was right too. Well, he said it first. No, then I said Emma. And then he said Emma. No, no guy <laughs> said it first. Well, don't you understand, Brad? Come on. All right, so that's one point, guy. It's getting nasty. Right, ready? ready for the next one? Yes. Yes. Beverly Brothers. Ah. Yep. All right. Okay. That that's the oldest one we've got, by the way. The rest of them are all two thousand or God. later. <laughs> okay. I could have just played Silence and had you guess which wrestler with no entrance music had this theme. But Papa Shango. No, he actually had theme. I rest of the typewriter music. Although he never used it outside of the Nintendo game, but... All yeah. right, so next up. Air fish off. Yep. <laughs> wow, I Better than this. Holy crap. I'll take, actually, I figured it would be Brian winning all 12, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, I'm off. Awesome. Oh, God. I was, to, I was to that honest, guy I yelling at the screen when Brian wasn't getting him last time. Well, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't know how much current wrestling guy watches, so I just figured a lot of this wasn't fair to him. So <laughs> I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> all right. Least he thought of you, guy. God. <laughs> Oh, uh, you'll. I, I think a couple of them at the end, you two will both be yelling at me. But uh, we'll see here. Next up. CM Punk. Who's that? CM Punk. Yep. That's correct. Brian, what's going on here? I have no idea. You're down I know Mario Paint in the... language. Uh, you don't... Uh, is it going to be a shut-up, Brian? No, it won't be a shut-up. <laughs> I will get one. I, I hope not. I feel bad. To... <laughs> I, I, honestly, I would have felt bad if it was 12 nothing the other way, but I won't feel bad <laughs> if it's 12 nothing guy. <laughs> it's bad right. a different way. Yes. Brian, if it helps you, we'll uh, take a break after six. How about that? All right, sounds good. All righty. Here's fifth one. Number five. 
Okay. Really, Brian? Wow. <laughs> yeah, now I feel a little bad. <laughs> um, you should have seen the look I'm giving the screen when Brian didn't answer right away. <laughs> Emerson, can you see what volume like is coming from each line, or you just can tell my voice? Uh, I can tell your voice. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> just checking. Yeah. Well, especially after that, either the first one or the second one, when Brian claimed it was him. And, we, you know, at the end of the day, we might have to give him that one just to be nice. But, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, but right now it's 5 nothing, And, oh, Brian, come on, God Brian. Almighty. You can do you. You can do this, Brian. We're almost at halftime. You need to get at least one on the board before halftime, Brian. <sighs> All right. Okay. Take the wax out of yours, Brian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take a big swig of whatever right. you're drinking. Okay. Okay. I think this one's going to be easy, but I thought Kane was going to be easy, too, so what do I know? <laughs> Ouch. Giant. I mean, the Moscow Mauler. Damn it, what is his name? Look, I, I knew Guy knew who it was. We couldn't think of his damn name. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Brian. So we're at halftime of the uh, Name That Tune, and Brian is down six to nothing. Damn. Brian, the, the best you can do right now is tie. And we've got some hard ones coming up. Ooh, I'm ready for the challenge. Yes. Well, we got to give Brian a a break at this point. Okay. You know, he's uh he he's getting old right now, so <laughs> and he's getting embarrassed on the show. So well, he's married I'm already. Gonna... I'm not married yet, so I I give him that credit. Yeah, I didn't get hey, my invitation not... yet, guy. What'd you say? I didn't get my invitation yet. Are you sending invitations out? Oh no, we're actually you should be getting it. They are in the mail. Oh nice. Okay, they're, I, I apologize they, they were very late. For it? What's that? I said, what day was that? So I can put my TTO in for it now on that work. The 22nd of November this this year. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I'd like to point out, I never received an invitation for Brian's wedding, so. Yeah. You were coming no matter what, Emerson. <laughs> you didn't Not have a choice. What if I was turned away at the gate? They didn't have an invitation. You you, your name was on the list of people not to come into the wedding. And yes, I did have a list. You know what, Emerson? My my wife and I, or yeah, my oh god, I can't believe I just said that. My uh, wow, Ro and I were you. saying if we should invite you or not, and uh, I thought no. that Brian would kill me if you showed up. No, I would I, never I'd, tell you. I'd, I'd, I'd greatly appreciate it, but to be honest, I probably wouldn't be able to make it down. Yeah, no, but, I know Brian is so looking forward to you know you coming down here, so I will I won't take that away from him. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'll, plus, I'll come, plus I'll come I I feel really weird no. getting drunk in front of Emerson again. Oh. <laughs> again I will say, I, you got drunk in front of me many times. Not once legally, but you got drunk in front of me. Yeah, I did my wedding. Actually, no, no, no. Well, honestly, I don't remember you getting drunk that night. Uh, I, I was you drunk got drunk. I was drunk since the reception. 
You got drunk at the New Year's thing we had in Lock Haven. Yes, yes, and like, I was legal when, then. When you were Asian, when you played beer pong <laughs> with two. Sorry, I missed that. Wow. Oh, uh, there's a there's picture a picture of Facebook. it. Though. Yes. Well, now that we're talking about Brian being drunk. That's right. It's time once again. It's that time once a week when Brian, my brother, he gets to sit here, go through hundreds of years of wrestling history. And Brian, I do mean wrestling. Not sports history. I mean wrestling. When Brian tries to stop Emerson. 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 Now, Brian. Yes, Emerson. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't think about telling you off last week about this, um, no. but I did text you about it. You yes, didn't you did. ask me. This this is the wrestling trivia portion of our show, and last week your question was about sports knowledge. Now I still got it right, mind you. However, it had nothing to do with wrestling except it had a very 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 small part to do with wrestling. So now that we have that cleared up, Brian, and yes, you know, uh, whatnot. Now, Brian, I now that you've gone through hundreds of years of wrestling history and wrestling results over at the history of WWE.com. I know, Brian, you found that one question, Brian. So take a big swig, take a deep breath, and give it to me, Brian. Let's hear it. Try to stump Emerson. Actually, uh, tonight we're gonna do things differently. I'm going to ask the question, and both of you are going to an- are going to give me an answer. What's the point of that? I can't just I just can't leave guy hanging out there. I mean, he oh, might well. actually know the answer. I figured there was no, a question. There was the chance you and guy had co-conspired to get no. the answer. No, no we were I talking promise. about that earlier. I'm just shocked I'd, I, I'd be anywhere near <laughs> even considered for this, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Brian. So you you talked you talked about it briefly in the show at the Survivor Series in 1992, with the classic battle between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, and I believe that was the first time they ever faced each other in singles competition. Am I right, Emerson? No, they probably wrestled. Actually, no. I think they wrestled once uh, as a Coliseum video match, but either way. Uh, either way. So my question for you, Emerson, is, and Guy, Guy will answer first, though, who was Bret Hart originally supposed to defend the title against that night? Which Guy, night? you may go first. I'm the sorry, Survivor which Series night? 19- Survivor Series 1992, Bret Hart was not originally supposed to defend the title against Shawn Michaels. Who oh, was he God. supposed to originally defend it against? Don't answer this, Guy. Because well, Brian is making... I- Brian's making up a question. There is no answer, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Brian, I'm sure Brian's going to sit here and go, "Oh no, you're wrong. I have this that says this." No, nope. Brian, and I'll nope, and I'll right. take you. Nope. And I'll, no, I'll take you back in time. I'll take you. I'll get I'll burn you some superstars from October of 1992 when they announced the match. At the it was the first weekend when they announced the uh, tag match. So fine, we'll we'll pretend that we're making up a match here now. Are you, who, who are you going to say it was Warrior? All right, he got fired, but he was supposed to be in a tag match. But, well, you know, I would have said not Warrior because of the tag match, right? Yeah, but uh, 
But uh, so, guy, uh, give Brian an answer because Brian, as I'm sure, we're going to sit here and say that we're wrong. But uh, give Brian an answer. I have no idea anyway, so I'm just going to say Owen Hart because I have no clue. Mm-hmm. And because I know this, because I've already answered the question, saying that there is no answer, um, I'm going to say the Mountie because, you know, <laughs> British Bulldog was supposed to wrestle the Mountie, and Bulldog got fired, and Mountie, I don't know if he got fired or whatever, but he wasn't seen for the next seven months. So Mountie. Battle for Canada. Yeah, Canada. <laughs> hey. Yes. Hey, so tell us, no Brian, who, 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 uh, who in your mind was supposed to be the person that Bret Hart wrestled at Survivor Series 92? Hold on, I'll pull up the information from where I got it from here. Oh, I love Brian's sources here. It's questions on the fly, Emerson. you got to love it. <laughs> yeah. And, and Brian also knows that, you know, if he tries to tell me that I'm wrong, I'll just pull up, I will send him the tape of superstars from that weekend that tells you that tells you the Survivor Series report and I, I'm, I'm sure Brian will sit say oh it says in WWF magazine that he's supposed to wrestle nails or something but yeah <laughs> possible <laughs> wasn't nails uh, hired um, for like six months or something yeah something like that. Uh, nails did the job to boss man on the show and then was gone a month later makes sense I don't know who hates what more. I don't know if I hate it when Brian asks me questions and doesn't know the answers, or if no, Brian I had hates to find it. it. I had to find he... it. I closed my computer. I closed my computer. Okay. This is from Wikipedia's uh, Survivor Series '92. Oh, 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 oh Wikipedia. Page. Are Wikipedia. you getting this from the general manager of Raw, Brian? The anonymous general manager. <laughs> yes, Hornswoggle. The general yes. manager says, and I quote. <laughs> <laughs> Lights are turning off. I don't know why right now. AOL and messengers. Quote. <laughs> All right. WWS also planned a match featuring the British Bulldog defend the Intercontinental title against the Mountie at Survivor Series. Okay. Uh huh. The WWF released Smith due to steroid allegations. However, and he was made to drop the belt to Shawn Michaels on November 14th episode of Saturday Night's Main Event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jake the Snake Roberts was set yeah. to challenge Bret Hart, who won the championship um, on October 12th for his title, but could not come to terms with Roberts. Ultimately, the WF neglected to include the IC championship match on the card, instead putting Michaels against Hart. Wow. Um, Brian, I want yes, you to uh, look at Jake Roberts' Wikipedia and tell me what promotion he was working for in at that time. Probably WCW. Yes, and he was yes. there since August. So yes, he could not I come hope to you... terms with Roberts. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's easy to not come to terms with a guy when he works for another company, is under contract to them. So yes, thank you Wikipedia for giving Brian some bad information, and I, I, I must say, you know, I I wasn't I didn't wrestle Bret Hart either at. Survivor Series, me and the WF couldn't come to terms either. You know, mostly because they didn't. Much, you much like with eight. Jake Roberts. Much, well, much like with Jake Roberts, uh, n- uh, neither of us were actually asked. Is it possible that they actually did, like, you know, plan the match like seven plus months ahead of time? 
No. Like okay. Brett, what? They didn't even honestly. They didn't even know Brett was going to win the WWE title the day before he did it. Oh, um, okay. And like, and like, it helps to further my theory that they announced these matches at the beginning of October, and Jake Roberts had a pay-per-view main event at the end of October for WCW. So it's, you know, and of course this isn't Brian's fault. Brian just believes what he reads, and uh, <laughs> it's Wikipedia's fault for not keeping up with their own articles. And, yeah. yeah. I tried throwing you a bone, Brian. Thanks, what, thanks, what, guy. I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, what can you do? Yeah. So, Brian, you're 0 for 6 currently in the uh, music, in the music, and you're, and well, I, I'm sure you'll claim uh, a moral victory with this one. 21 but, and 1. Yes, Brian gets to take a moral victory, but not a real one. Uh, <laughs> I'll still put a two in that loss column. Woo! Woo! <laughs> well. He'll take it any way he can. Mm-hmm. Oh, he will. <sighs> All right, I'm actually shocked we went this long so far because I know normally we go 90 minutes, but I figure we're doing one show and name that too and be done in an hour. But we're crossing the hour mark here very shortly, and we're still going Emerson, strong. I don't think I don't think we plugged. This is the 25th episode of the Wrestling Outsiders oh. podcast. Oh, I did. I I, I said that in 40 minutes ago. I, I don't know what saying it, but we are we are silver today, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, somehow. Um, not really, because we haven't done it 25 weeks. We've just done 25 episodes. We've done Still, a couple Sunday episodes. episodes and, uh, 25, way, 25. They haven't kids with us there yet. You know, one thing I didn't mention, uh, you know, not only are we doing Podzilla on Sunday, which, you know, once again, do the hard sell a little bit later, uh, next Wednesday night... 10 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have former WWE superstar Antonio the Promise Thomas on the show. And also next week, I'm going to make the big announcement for who our guest is on October 29th on my 30th birthday, our 30th show, who our biggest guest ever will be that night. Yes. I'll announce next Wednesday on the show. Why can't I ask? The first because I'll tell you, you can announce the ones that you uh, work at getting, Brian. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm horrible. You are horrible. God. <laughs> I asked you like, dude, damn it. <laughs> well, we're going to kill those feelings here in a few minutes because, Brian, you're 0-6. At this point, I think um, there are people around the country yelling these answers before you even think of them, with William Regal and the corporation, and who else did you say the last one was? Chris Jericho? For, yeah, no. For, Ru- no. for Rusev. Oh. <laughs> what, what's, uh, what's his nice... I thought I heard Chris Jericho, I guess not. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Are you both ready? Yes. Yes. Right back. Shield. Nope. Right back. Ah. Guy wins again. 
Chris Jericho. It was not Chris Jericho either. Uh, I never said Jericho. I said No, you didn't, Brian. I, 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 did I? No, I, he probably didn't. I probably heard that. Yeah. Uh-huh. He heard it in his head. Yeah. He's crazy. Okay. All right, so there are two an- two potential answers for the next question. So, you know, either yeah. one will be fine. Okay. That was that was no, that was guy by like we we can go back. You both said it, but he said it a split second before you did. I even said the shield. Yes. You both said it, but he said it a split second before you did. We can go back to the replay later. I want a replay of this. Well, there's one online, I'm sure, very shortly. Oh, by the way, uh, you can listen to this show along with past episodes of this show on uh, Blog Talk Radio. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or subscribe to our RSS feed. By the way, through iTunes, just search for Wrestling Outsiders. I just hear Brian crushing over there. (laughs) All right, so so it's 8-0 for Guy. No, it should be (laughs) 6-2. That's my height, Brian. Yes. Whatever Brian needs to tell himself, right? <laughs> oh. All right. Here, by the way, I also, I also would have accepted Roman Reigns for that one, obviously. Yeah, we got that. Okay. One. Next. All right. All right. So this one, I don't know. I think this one's going to be hard, but chances are Guy will get it in five seconds. <laughs> so we'll see. Oh. All righty. Uh, I was right. Guy got it in five seconds. How close? Actually, I figured no one would get it until there when they did that pause. Brian, I almost said the same thing you did. I, I was like, oh crap. Yeah. I, I, I figured it was one of them. I figured yeah. it was one of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's nine nothing. Or even if we use Brian's math, it's seven to two. So <laughs> I'm getting taller. Either... Yes. <laughs> All righty. Here we here we go. Can we continue the? Can Guy continue the shutout, or did I just jinx him? Oh God. We'll see here. Mean Street Profit. Nope. Oh, uh, Stardust. Yep. Really? <laughs> yep. Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> he has his own theme song, Brian. <sighs> wow. I gave you a shot, though. And like I guarantee, like the last one, which I think is going to be the hardest one, that be the one Brian gets in five seconds. <laughs> yep. Like I pulled the. Uh, which one did that pull my ass that time? I when don't we know. First did this originally. I don't remember. It's been a while. All right. 
<sighs> so are we ready for the eleventh one? Here we go. Yeah. Wyatt. I don't know this one. Who does? Nope. Uh. Oh, uh, bad, uh, bad news, Barrett. Yep. Yeah. I, I figured, like, come on, the beginning was God Save the Queen. Listen to this. Yeah, I, I only saw, I only heard that song, like, once ever. Yeah. And I was actually planning on neither of you to get it so I could go, I'm afraid that I've got some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so, Brian, let, let's recap this for everybody. Um, we've had 11 songs so far. I'm you... 9 for 2. No, you're 0 for 11. <laughs> no. No, it's 9 yeah. out of 2. I want to replay you may have... this. You, you may have correctly guessed two of them right, but it was after Guy had already gotten them. No, I got I got the yeah. shield in before Guy. I know I did. No, no I heard you didn't. After I started it. No. <laughs> you two have... Very different voices. Not like I can hear his and think of you, or vice versa. <sighs> All right, so this last one, like, I, I can't imagine either of you getting it. But Brian, okay. you know, good luck to you, Brian. Try to avoid the no hitter, guy. <laughs> I, I'm praying for you, kid. Pitch us a no hitter. Turn it up. Oh, Eddie Guerrero. Nope. No, Ray Mysterio. Yep. Sorry, Brian. Brian, the first part is supposed to be soft, and then it naturally raises itself up because that's Ray's song. It starts low and then builds up. Oh, I got you right. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, Brian's going to keep telling himself this now for like three weeks, and then every week he'll keep saying, well, I didn't listen to the show. And <laughs> I'll be able... Oh, I will listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I do feel a little bad. So, so final uh, count, Guy had 12 right, Brian had zero, regardless of what he okay. says. No problem. All righty, so Guy is the unquestionable winner of tonight's uh, game. Thank you, sir. And Brian, how do you think you would have done if we would have done six and six? Do you think you could have gotten um, I, four I of them? Have, yeah, I probably would have got four of them, yeah, but there's a couple where him and I said at the same time, and yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Well, uh, I actually got two. Yeah. You know, he funny, did get I was two. Going... He did get two. Well, he, he got two, Just but late. after you already said them. Right. But yeah, it's like, right. I mean, I could have guessed them too, but I knew the answers. <laughs> actually, when I was going through them, the one that sounded the most, like even not including Emma, the one that sounded the most like the actual theme was Swaggers. So it's like, it's almost like they made it with Mario Paint. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's it. Do y'all have anything else you want to say before we start to wrap things up? I thought we were going to Godzilla. I am, but you know that's oh. when I say start to wrap oh. things up. Well, I was just going to say uh, about guess. SummerSlam '92. Vince McMahon has now made me officially hate the word pageantry. I really <laughs> hate that word uh, now. Pageantry. That's oh. right. Mania. I need <laughs> SummerSlam. Makes me think of Miss America or something like that, you know? <laughs> well, the better or worse than if you watch a Gorilla Monsoon pay-per-view and every other word out of his mouth is, this is indeed a happening. <laughs> oh, would you stop? Will you stop? <laughs> I'll be thrown uh, out of here in a minute. Yes. Uh, you know, I talked to the taxi cab driver on my way over here. He told me he could have gotten ten times for his ticket the amount that he paid for it tonight. <laughs> they are literally hanging from the rafters here tonight. <laughs> nice. You know, Brian, Greg Valentine doesn't get going until 15 minutes into a match. Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. Any other gorillisms you want to throw at me, Brian? No, I'm all out of gorillisms. I'm still trying to function until 6 o'clock in the morning, so... You tr- you're trying to soothe your sore ego. Oh. Yes. Oh. All right, so, you know, Aww. I hope you feel better, Brian, comes Sunday, because this Sunday, and I'm not prone to hyperbole, but ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday, this is a show that you will be talking about on Monday. Forget yes. Bound for Glory. No one's nope. going to watch Bound for Glory, why the hell should you? It's forty dollars. The results will be online. Yeah. We're even going to tell you the results. If you tune in Sunday night at nine o'clock, we're going to have the results for you right then and there. We're we you don't need to watch Bound for Glory. It costs nope. forty to fifty dollars. Just tune in to us at nine o'clock Eastern, eight p.m. Central. We're going to have some yeah. great guests. We're going to have R.D. Reynolds of WrestleCrap, who undoubtedly is going to be a funny guest, and we'll have a ball with him. And then we're going oh, to have sure Stevie J. Yep, a co-author of Death to WCW, a book that I'm in, by the way. Uh, then yep. we're, going to have, uh, we're going to have Stevie J. on the show of AngryMarks.com, talking about how he got his start on the website, how, him, how he was a fan growing up. That's an awesome interview that uh, we have actually already taped. And we're going to bring that to you this Sunday night. But, yes, two yes. interviews are really good, Brian. But you know what's better than two interviews? What? Three interviews. <gasps> we're going to, oh. yes. So we're going to have R.J. Brewer here on the line at about 10.10, 10.05 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to sit here and talk yes. to him. And we're going to talk to him about his career, how he came up with his character, what he thinks about uh, everything going on in professional wrestling, and what he thinks of his career going forward. Yes. 
And then they'll get our special guest, which will not be revealed until Sunday night. We have a special guest singing the National Anthem to begin Popzilla. Yes, at 9 o'clock Eastern, even before the theme song, we're going to have a special guest singing the National Anthem. And by the way, speaking of the theme song, you've all heard our theme song now 25 times. Take a chance. You've all heard it before. Well, no, you, you've all you heard fucked it. up once. You, you fucked up a couple times, so 22. We've heard it at least 23 times. You know this song. We've all heard it. We all love it. Well, this Sunday night, after the National Anthem, we've got a new song to play. And I, yeah. worked, my little, I worked my little butt off to make this song. Brian's heard this song. Brian, what do you think of it? I, I think it's fantastic. It, it's, I think it's great. It is. It's beyond and belief. And you can, hear it at, you can hear it at 9 o'clock this Sunday night. And, you know, Brian and I are going to be here next Wednesday. And, you know, Guy's probably going to be here in the future every so often whenever he – Guy's got a welcome invitation anytime he wants to be on the show. He can come in whenever he likes. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. Brian and I have been ready for this show for over a month now. We have promoted yes. the hell out of this show. We have yes. talked it up everywhere. TNA has done shit. You're not going <laughs> to bother with TNA. Why bother? Listen TNA to who? quality podcasting. You know their best match. Their best matches are on TV right now. You know they. Well, they're not right now because the show went off the air 15 minutes ago. But I was gonna say, yeah. Dudley, <laughs> D- Dudley's Hardys and the American Wolves. From all accounts, just a fantastic match. They put it on free television. They could have had that at Bound for Glory, and it would probably have been better than anything we did. But you know something? They're too retarded to do something that good. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. What's the R word? Scared out of their minds. Yeah. And so, that's it for me. Brian, do you have anything else to say? I'm just really looking forward to Fozilla. I, I I'm just it, it's it's going to be a great great show, and my battery's now on ten percent on my cell phone. <laughs> and, and we're going to be on for two solid hours, from nine p.m. Yes. till eleven p.m. You know, who knows? Maybe the interview with R.J. Brewer is going to end at ten thirty, and Brian and I will be forced to spend thirty minutes talking about whatever. Everyone loves yes. when Brian and I sit here and talk about whatever for thirty minutes. Why the hell not tune yeah. in? And so that's it. Guy, do you have anything else to say before we play your favorite part of the show? I have nothing to say, but Emerson, how's your sex life? Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you know I can't answer that. I'm uh, sorry. I, I oh. mean, so how, so how is your sex life? <laughs> what about Betty? What? That's her name. <laughs> I did Don't not even hear. Are you guys doing the room again? Bullshit! I did not hit her. Oh. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hey, Johnny. What's up? I have a problem with Lisa. She says that I hit her. What? Well, did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. <laughs> what's new with you? Uh, well, I'm just sitting up here thinking, you know. I got a question for you. Yeah. You think girls like to cheat like guys do? What makes you say that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'm just thinking. I don't have to worry about that because Lisa is loyal to me. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. I used to know a girl. She had a dozen guys. 
One of them found out that beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street. <laughs> what a story, Mark. Yeah, you can say that again. How can you not want to watch this movie, Brian? You will be like, very, you will be very, very happy with me, Emerson. I am watching one of the movies that you did recommend to me to watch. Birdemic. No, Frozen. Birdemic Two. Oh, Frozen. Frozen. Uh, well, yes, Frozen. <laughs> I was frozen today. Emerson, I thought of a way to get Brian to watch the movie. We Drunk. tie him down, and well, there, there's Drunk. that. But if we don't tie him down, um, they do have viewings, live viewings in either uh, oh. New York City or Philadelphia. Oh yeah. With yeah. Tommy is there and whatnot. I wondered if if you went to one of those, came down here to see it with us, maybe Brian would go. Drunk. Oh, yeah. Brian claims he'll only he'll only watch it if I'm here with them. So yeah. Yeah. No, I said I will draw. I will watch that movie when I'm either drunk, high, or both. So I when will you not do watch drug. that movie sober. You've <laughs> never even seen the movie. This, this is be, true. That's why I said this I, could, I will only watch This could it be the greatest movie. But for all you know, this could be the greatest movie you've ever seen, and you won't be able to uh, properly appreciate it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I just, I just love. That the whole reason why you won't watch it is because Guy and I both can't stop talking about it. It's so good. No, I just, I just, I don't know. Don't really. It just doesn't sound like a movie that strikes my interest. That's what but you don't. It's the a comedy. Yes, but That's the whole point, it though. wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same if it looked like uh, a really good movie. It's probably the worst movie of all time. That's that, that's what makes it good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, See? Ha- have you ever seen Birdemic? No, I haven't. Uh, I'll be honest. The room is so aw- awful. It's great. Birdemic is just awful. Plus, they have a sequel to Birdemic. I I want I want a sequel to Birdemic with uh, Johnny has a ghost. Flying around and haunting everybody. That would, I would see that, yeah. And or could it be about Claudette's <laughs> breast cancer? <laughs> Lisa was such a bitch. Oh. Yes, she was. <laughs> Her mother's dying, uh, for God's sakes. It's true. I definitely have breast cancer. No, you don't. Okay, I'll never bring it up again. <laughs> Or, you know, A Day in the Life of Chris R., the drug addict, where the drug... Was he actually selling drugs? Was Denny buying the drugs? Was Denny selling the drugs? I think Denny just saw a drug transaction and the guy got pissed off. That's that's (laughs) kind of what I got. Like, he had no idea what he was doing. Uh, It's like, Brian, you want to, like, have these debates with us, right? No, not really. (laughs) How How old was Denny supposed to be? Like, it's like, they, keep, they, talk, they kept talking about adopting Danny, so you think he's like a teenager, but it's like in other parts of the movie, it seems like he's mid-twenties, and... Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like a Freaky Friday or Big thing, where, mm-hmm. like, he wasn't supposed to be that size. <laughs> oh, God. And, yeah, I, that that's just one of the great movies of all time, and Brian, one, time, one day, you're going to watch it. You will. Yeah. Drunk. <laughs> nope, sober. Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it. It's publicly stated that...
Damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? All righty. <laughs> How about we have another competition, another Mario Paint off, and uh, if I go another 12 or whatever the number is, Brian has to see it. Okay. How's that sound, Brian? Drunk. I will not <laughs> no. agree to this. Unless I can be drunk. You're going to go 24 no. and 0? Come on. You you guys realize that I will watch this movie with you, but I <laughs> must get drunk first. If you bring no. me alcohol, and I will drink it, no. and I will watch we, the movie then. We can drink after the movie. True. Trust me. It's more fun to watch the movie sober, and then we can get drunk and laugh at it later. I agree. Well, you want to I remember did, every bit of it. I never said the second time I would watch it drunk. I just said for the first time I wanted to watch it drunk. And then the second time I will watch it sober, and then I can compare and contrast. Compare and contrast. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, maybe maybe drunk, Tommy, will make sense. Yeah, it'll actually be a good movie, probably. <laughs> you know, I can't drink this. It'll cause me to slur my words and make me hard to understand. <laughs> Or suicidal. Yes. <laughs> uh, why would you have sex on stairs? Like, there's this giant I, bed. That'd be weird. Top. Yeah, I can't tell you. Yeah, there, there's a giant bed at the top of the stairs, and instead they have sex on the stairs right across from the front door, where apparently everybody in town has a key to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then we can ask Brian, like, why he thought the knee underwears guy left his underwear in the couch. What? <laughs> yeah, what? Or, or what do they have those tuxes on for? To play football in, obviously. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. See, this doesn't sound oh, awesome. Come on. Nope. Drunk. Why have you got to play psychologist with us? Because he is a psychologist. <laughs> Drunk. Hug. Oh. All right, so... We we actually stretched it out now at almost 90 minutes, so we can take it home now. <laughs> All right, it's that song. Until Sunday, folks. Arrivederci. Thanks for having me, Emerson. I'm Brian. No problem. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.